You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. For all NBA NBA warriors, you are now tuned into Golden Spaces with Matt and Justin. Okay, so taking it taking it back to Twitter and some of the talking points and the takes that got Warriors Twitter. And, uh, Warriors Twitter. Warriors Twitter don't miss anything at all, right? So there was somebody who pretty much put out there that like the Warriors don't have anything for Sabonis, right? Sabonis is going to kill. Oh yeah, that was the other big comment. You don't have He's going to kill. He's going to kill Looney. All this type of stuff. So, I like Moon. I like Moon. But y'all ain't got nothing so for tra- Sabonis. Okay. 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 So traditionally, more like tall, like kind of, you know, bruiser bigs who are like more lumbering. You know, Sabonis is obviously super skilled offensively, but on a defensive end, you know, he's not known at least for having quick enough feet to stay, in, stay on the perimeter with guards and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And the Warriors have typically played those type of centers off the court or tremendously reduce their value over the course of a series because of their defensive limitations. How, like, what do you think that of that, that dynamic with Sabonis and how he potentially might have to guard a lot of actions involving Steph Curry, Jordan Poole, Clay Thompson and stuff like that. I mean, you know, it's, it's not ideal, you know, he'll, he'll guard him the best he can. Um, but he's, I mean, he, he definitely ain't going to get Rudy Gobert or, or the plate off the court. Like he too, he he's the one. He he gonna be out there. He's actually a little better guarding on ball um, than probably giving credit for. I don't I don't think he's like some type of uh, you know unicorn or nothing like that. Like he struggles just like any other uh, big against Steph or Jordan Poole or whatever. But you know he he holds his own a little bit. But what he does uh, on the boards and what he's able to do uh, offensively, what he means to them. I mean they'll they'll take that trade off. If you get Sabonis on the switch. Uh, a couple of times and you got to deal with that. They'll take that trade off as opposed to, you know, what he's able to do on the offensive end and what he means on the offensive end. And I like, I look, I like Loon. I like Loon. I ain't got, I ain't got nothing bad to say about Loon. Nothing bad to say about him. He ain't DeMontis Sabonis. <laughs> and here, and the, and the, and the, and the, the, the matchup problem for DeMontis Sabonis typically is like a Steven Adams, like a big bruising dude. And they, that's, the Warriors just don't have that. Like Second Anthony, Davis, Second Anthony Davis, Gobert, like that may give them problems. Them dudes don't give them Second problems. Wager. Second wager. Wager. You're turning me into a gambling we, addict, we, and we, I've never gambled in, before. We're turning into MGM Grand on here. I don't yes. know where we are. Second wager. Second wager. <laughs> Loon is going to out-rebound Sabonis during this um series. That's a tough one right there, Matt. I'm not going to I don't care. I don't care. Sabonis <laughs> So Sabonis so in three games this year, have 17 rebounds. Okay. I don't mind if I lose, but that's it. That's what I'm yeah, like, no. Sabonis <laughs> <laughs> He's going to out-rebound him. Okay. He's the league's leader rebounder. 
Sabonis. I don't care. I don't care. Kevon Looney is going to be the, the leading rebounder for the series. Okay. That's okay. I'm not going to take that bet. I don't I think care Sabonis. if I lose. This is what y'all got to understand. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I tell you nothing. I don't care. <laughs> Only but, because okay. I think Sabonis is going to play a lot more minutes than Loon is. Mm. So that's why I'm not going to take okay. that. Okay. Okay. Well, we take it. We got that lock in. We can do it on a everything. per 30, right? Can't we do it based off like the mint? Like, no, we ain't doing no damn per 30. Man, we doing the, the total, the point. Saying, no, we don't if, one, if they have a substantial difference in minutes, then it, it can't work. That's because if, Sabonis would have played his ass off the court. That's why they'd have okay. a substantial no, difference no, in minutes. <laughs> but here's the thing. All jokes aside, like the whole Sabonis. We potting out here on Golden's faces. We potting. Yeah, the whole <laughs> thing is like I don't understand why everyone takes it to extremes. Like I don't, I haven't seen any Warriors fan saying he's going to play Sabonis off the court. In general, I just don't like when people have like basketball discourse like that because you don't play very good to great players off the court. That doesn't happen for any player, right? Mm-hmm. It's just about making it tougher on them, harder, you know, things like that. And so, um. Like, do we think that, like, Loon can hold his own against Sabonis? Yes. That doesn't mean he's locking him down. That doesn't mean Sabonis is not still going to score. Like, he's a very, very good player, right? So, I mean, some people had him, like, fifth in the MVP conversation, even if it wasn't real. Some people had him there. So he Mm -hmm. had an amazing season. He's an amazing player. So, no, we're not saying that's what Loon is going to do. But like many Warriors fans used to do, I think y'all are severely underrating um, the power of Loon God. That's all I'm gonna say. Loon God. I, I do say he is good. He's good. I will say majority of the series, I, I think Draymond will get that's a bonus assignment. Oh, yeah. Um, I was gonna say that too. Yeah. Oh Lord. Oh Lord. Barbecue. Get that boy in there. Get that little dude in there. Get your on happen. the post. Get your get, hey, get saw- on the post. Get him. The, hey, hey, I said, I said, Sabonis gonna average uh, seventeen rebounds. He might average seventeen offensive rebounds if Draymond the only one. No, 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 I think they got a they got they got a history of you know it's nothing they haven't seen. So that's you know, Sabonis isn't the type of player that they haven't seen before. So I don't know, I don't know if it's gonna be barbecue chicken out there. He might have he might have a good series, but I don't know if it's barbecue chicken. The go the Draymond Green, really good defender. Um really good? Yeah, I don't think he's what he used to be. I don't think he's what you guys make him out to be anymore. Draymond, Draymond is like um, like I think you guys be getting fooled a lot because he's really loud. You know, never mistake activity for nah, nah. so, so like, so like, I'll give you guys an example. I'll give you an example. The Pelicans game a couple weeks ago. Everybody's like, Draymond, oh man, he he got everybody turned up, and you know he turned the game around when he he, he started barking. Yeah, well, after he got the technical, they went. Pelicans went on an 8-0 run. Who got turned that game around was Kevon Looney and what he was able to do on the offensive boards and getting second-chance opportunities. Steph started cooking, and by the time that started happening, Draymond came in and he got a, a, a bucket and started barking at the bench. And, and, and then Chris Haynes going to talk to him. Draymond didn't do nothing. That was Kevon Looney. That was Steph Curry. What are you talking about? And, and Jordan Poole. 
Like, you know this about because me. Draymond is loud, we like, oh Draymond, look look at the bark, no, look no, at the bark not, from Draymond. Not me. Justin won't say it like as out as me, but like I like I, I like a lot of the Draymond propaganda I don't even fool with. I'm like, please, like all of this bullshit y'all say he does and is, he is not. Oh. I'm just totally talking about his defense and what he actually does do on the court. Like all the extra shit that the media makes up and those narratives. Like in that game too, when they kept attributing him to like the reason things changed, I just rolled my eyes. I'm like, oh, here we go again. In the finals? He's about in the finals? No, what the game he's talking about with the Pelicans yeah. that was like oh, got oh, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that was the that was the media narrative, and they love to to spin that. Oh, you know when he did, I just let people, but I I didn't believe that either. So you you that I'm with you on. Dre, but but look, I didn't I didn't mean to say, didn't mean to say disparage, in a disparaging way. I think he's a, a really still a really good defender. I don't think he's a defender he used to be. But I still think he's a good defender. I don't, I don't mean that no, because people, if you ever follow me on Twitter, like every spring I get into it with Warrior fans about Draymond. Every single spring. So they think I'm a Draymond hater. I think he's a little overrated. Uh, so here's the deal. I think, much like we just talked about, the perception of Draymond bothers me more than what he actually brings to the table. I think what he brings to the table is valuable. He's, you know, he's a valuable piece. He's a, he's a, he's a, Hell of a, a glue guy, and he's, you know, part of that core. But I just think people be going over the top when they talk about how valuable. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Like, let me ask you guys a question. The Warriors, <laughs> do the Warriors win, how many championships they win without Draymond Green? Who's in his place? Let's just say Al Horford. Justin says zero. Uh -huh. So you so you mean to tell me what what Justice said? So with with Al Horford, Clay, KD, and Steph, they ain't winning no championship. But my thing, my the way I say zero is because they I don't think they win in 2015 without Draymond. Maybe um, if they if you if you put Al Horford in there instead of Draymond in 2015, I don't think they win, and I don't think they win 73 games the next season and go to the finals and lose, and I don't think they get KD without Draymond being there because Draymond well, I mean, that, won, that, that, contributed. That's the minutia, Justin. I'm just saying, KD. Well, was yeah, with KD, with KD, they could have yeah. won with me at power forward. Out there. Well, there, like, there we go. So there's that. <laughs> then last year, he got his ass played off the court. They they start once again. They took off in Game Four when they put Big Loon in there. Right, and, but that and was in the him. finals, and that was one game. Like, relax. Well, he wasn't doing nothing. They, they won Game One in Memphis without Draymond. So, yeah, they did do so, that. Memphis, that uh, Memphis series was not his best series at the playoffs for sure. So I'm, I will give you this, Kenny, that I do think it is, and I think it's, I think it's agenda driven, to be honest. I think what Draymond does for the team is overstated at times. And Justin mm -hmm. and I have talked about this on here. So, mm -hmm. um, and we've gotten killed from warrior stands like, oh, you hate on Draymond. So like, I do think sometimes what he does for the team is overstated. Um, but do I think Steph, 
I think Steph could win without anybody who's on the team right now. Personally, to me, it's just a matter of who you're putting in place. So to me, it's like, it's not about Draymond or Clay as much as I love both of them. It's about Steph. Like to me, Steph is one of those guys. So you have a LeBron, you have a Steph, you have a Giannis, you have any of those guys, they can win. But then it all depends on what the rest of the makeup of the team is. So could they have won without Draymond? Yes, but it depends on who you put in there. Based on the Al Horford... I think they could have won a championship, but maybe they wouldn't be a dynasty, right? So mm-hmm. I think that's the difference. But it just depends on who you put in there and in, in place of Dre. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think I guess, you know, to to respond to like Draymond not being as good defensively as he used to be, I think he's lost a step athletically, right? He's not he can't make some of the plays he used to make athletically, like that one play he made against the Trailblazers in the playoffs where he stopped a three and then blocked a dunk at the rim. He's not doing that no more. Mm-hmm. But I do think the IQ, the strength level, he still has a lot. He still has really quick feet. He still has really quick hands. So I think the overall impact as far as lifting the entire team defense up with him, he still has that impact. Um, and it shows up It shows up in the numbers, I think. I mean, when him with him on the court, they have one of the best defenses in the league. And he's been statistically one of the best rim protectors in the league all year. So, I mean, guys are shooting like, something crazy like 12, 13% worse at the rim than they usually shoot um, when he's defending them at the rim. So I don't know. Sense like statistically the Kings are, you know, have the best offensive rating. Just want to make sure you know statistically with Draymond. I'm riving riving you guys a little bit when I said Draymond barbecue chicken. Like Draymond, Draymond cool. He's cool, but I do think I think Sabonis. I don't think Sabonis. Sabonis is a tough cover. Sabonis. Sabonis would be because because it, it's a, it's a bad matchup for Draymond. It's a favorable matchup for Sabonis. Like I said, the guys that Sabonis struggles with is size and length. And you just put Draymond on there. I know Draymond's tough and he's you know he's quick feet or whatever. But that's somebody that you know we call we call Sabonis the ox. He's a he's an ox. Like he's gonna get to his spot. And if he can go over the top, you know, with a little jump hook, you know, he, he's money with that. So. It's a, it's ask, I'll say even this. It's asking a lot of Draymond to be like, hey, guard Sabonis. Like, I don't I don't know if that's the 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 fairest matchup for Draymond. That's that's asking a lot to to hold down Sabonis. That's why it's gonna be critical for the Warriors to make sure Looney and and Draymond stay out of foul trouble and they can stay on the court. Um so, and then they're gonna alternate. I was definitely going to bring up the foul trouble thing because a guy like Sabonis is going to get a bunch of offensive rebounds, and that's when you can pick up a lot of those swipe fouls, trying to smike the ball out of his hand on offensive rebounds. So I think that's a key thing to watch, right? Like how how many fouls those two dudes try to I mean, pick up, trying to keep them off the glass. Um, right. So that's because they don't have any they don't have any depth outside of them to, to guard yeah. Sabonis. Belief in Loon, belief in Loon. Look, man, I got I like Loon, man. Loon, my. Lou might be in that torture chamber, man, messing with Sabonis, man. He might be in that torture <laughs> Listen, I want to really quickly just talk a few of these matchups, but before we go to that, just did you hear the comments Dre made that are circulating on Twitter about, you know, what they want to try to do versus versus the Kings. Um, And I'm just curious about your thoughts on it. Because, I mean, there are some Warriors fans that didn't even like it because they were like, oh, you're revealing stuff. I didn't necessarily think that because I felt like, you know, and I know a lot of Kings fans took it as, like, him not respecting them. Um, And there are times... 
Dre talks too much for me, in my opinion. But like, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't hear it as like disrespect because he's like, look, it's gonna be very hard. That's mm-hmm. a very good team, and like just saying like the the hope and goal is to essentially try to capitalize off their inexperience, you mm-hmm. know, and that they're so young. So that's what I heard. I didn't think it necessarily needs to be said because I just feel like. The way the national media, as it is, is already going in on the Kings. The way everyone made it a point to say, oh, every team wants the Kings. Mm-hmm. You know, I just feel like everyone is giving them ammo. So I kind of wish everyone would shut the fuck up about it, to be honest. <laughs> That's how I feel. But I don't I don't think Dre was trying to disrespect them, you know. Um, so I'm curious your thoughts on what he said. Uh, I tweeted out earlier something to the effect of uh, you know, already desperate for, you know, Desperate, trying to play the mind games, being desperate. I was just talking shit. Some people will call it troll, and I don't think I'm a troll. I just talk shit, right? So I was just talking shit. What he said is fine. It's no big deal. Um, it's it's common sense. You know what I mean? Like that's that's, that's all it is. You know, he didn't say anything egregious. Um, yeah, it was fine. It was fine. Did it bother you when he said that, Justin? No. Like I said, it's it's common it's common sense. So, I mean, I don't know what people expect him to say. I mean, I guess he could have not said anything at all. But if he's going to say something, I think that's that's to be expected. Let me ask. Let me ask both of you guys a question. Why do you think? Why do you think the Kings are going to lose? Now you go first. You want to go? <laughs> I mean. I just think the Warriors are a better team. Uh, so the Warriors intact are a better team, right? Uh-huh. Um, I was on a podcast last night, and we we kind of went through the matchups. And I was asked, do I think that there's any chance that the, the Kings, like, starting five could outplay our starting five? Mm-hmm. And I was like, no. <laughs> I don't think there's a chance. Um, but it was interesting because when we started to break down those matchups and I was saying like who the best player in the series is and then who the second best player in the series is and the third, I think there's some conversation around that to be had. I, I think no one would dispute that it's Stephen Curry's the best player in the series. Absolutely. But then the second best player, is that Fox? Is this a bonus? And like, do the Kings have the second and third best player in the series or do the Warriors, um, you know, with, with, with Clay and then maybe Dre. So I think that's an interesting conversation, but after you get out of those, those five guys, right. Yeah. So the three on the Warriors and the two on the Kings, I think the Warriors talent after that is superior to the Kings talent that in my opinion. Okay. You're, you know, and I so, think so too. The Warriors, when they play together, uh-huh. right, intact, they still have the best starting five in the league, statistically. Okay. Um, they have the best starting five in the league. They just didn't play many games together. Now, you do have to factor in that Andrew Wiggins um, is just coming back. So mm-hmm. that could be an advantage where, like, I would typically feel like I'd give the edge to Wiggins over mm-hmm. Harrison Barnes. In that matchup, but maybe with Wiggins kind of being back and not his normal conditioning and stuff, maybe that matchup looks a little bit more even. 
But outside of that, I think, you know, the Warriors still have a better starting five as a whole. And then I think our bench depth is is, is more talented. I think they are they're a more talented bench. So that's why I think the Warriors will win. And I always, in general, in any series, always lean to the team that has the best player in the series. And it's not like Steph is the best player by like a little bit. Like Steph's a tier one guy. And like if, if you guys had like a, a Kawhi or a Kevin Durant or a Jokic, just like another tier one type of player, then I would say, eh. But like I think when there's that substantial gap, I just always tend to lean to the team that has the best player in the series. So th- those are my reasonings. Justin, what you think, man? I'll, 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 I'll uh, <laughs> Yeah, I agree with everything Nat said. I do think the Warriors have more top-end talent. Like she said, after you – like you can throw Steph as the guy, and you got Sabonis, Fox, Clay, and Dre. You can, you know, shuffle those however you may. I think Fox is probably the best out of those four players at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, and then after that, like, depending on how quick Andrew Wiggins can ramp up, he's an all-star caliber player, whether he's a low-end all-star or a legitimate one. Um, I think he's an all-star and I don't think the Kings have anybody else on even near an all-star level outside of their two all-star players. Um, and Dante is pretty good. You know, Jordan Poole is pretty good. And I mean, Keegan Murray, Harrison Barnes, all these guys are very talented players. Kevin Hurd are very talented players as well. But I think there's a swift drop-off after the top guys on the Kings. And then just from the tangible things, right, I think this the the makeup of both teams, the Warriors are more equipped to be a higher level defensive team. Um, they were statistically a better defensive team this year. So you look at both sides of the ball, two high power offenses, one team has a better chance of being a better defensive team in the series. And then you look at the, the intangible things like experience, um, poise, stuff like that. We don't know how the Kings are going to react. It's their first time there. We know the Warriors are going to not really make a ton of mistakes. They're not going to beat themselves. And when their backs against the wall, they usually come through, right? Steph, Clay, and Dre over the over years have, when it looks like they shouldn't win a series, they've won a series anyway. So I think when things get really tight late in those games and it's a swing game, that could be potentially a 1-1 game three or a 2-2 game four. I lean the Warriors because they've, they've come out on top in those situations more times like than anybody other than dynastic teams in, in NBA history. So that's why I would go with the Warriors. That's that's all fair. That's all fair. I mean, that's all Warriors are defending champions and one of the greatest dynasties we've ever seen. So I don't have necessarily anything to dispute that. I think Wiggins is a little bit like yeah, put a little bit more on Wiggins. I think Wiggins and Harrison Barnes are a little closer than people uh say. I think Wiggins is slightly better, but Sometimes Warrior fans be talking like Wiggins is prime Scotty Pippen. He ain't that. That's what you do. No disrespect, Nat. No disrespect. <laughs> I don't if you haven't noticed, everybody but Draymond is like, is Nat's guy. You can't say nothing about him. <laughs> 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 I can say nothing about Loom. I can say nothing about Loom. And feel free to. Um, talk about Anthony Lamb in a negative way and oh, I will always I'd rather, I'd rather not talk about Anthony Lamb at all. I, we don't even say his name on this podcast yeah. but if you did I would not I'll, be offended. Wild boy right there. 